Hello and welcome to another episode of Tapping into Abundant Success. In this episode, we have the amazing Melissa Amos. Um, and I did just call her Mel a second ago. So I think we're going to go with Mel or Melissa, whichever kind of fancies and takes you by the, <laughs> whichever you fancy really, isn't it? <laughs> First, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to hand over to Mel and let her introduce herself to you so Mel tell us where who you are where you're from what you do and all the magic that you create in the world thank you Vicky uh, so I am uh, Melissa Amos I work with people who are on their spiritual path to help them understand that they are actually magical beings that they have these superpowers inside of them and that if we use them then we can find our life of meaning and purpose um I work in a whole number of ways uh, because like many people on the spiritual path, um, I'm a bit of a learning junkie and I like to learn everything. Uh, So I work through the Akashic Records. I work with many different aspects of Reiki, some shamanic practices, um, spiritual counseling. And I'm actually completing my spiritual psychotherapy diploma at the moment to really give another uh, element to what I do. Um, I work with a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs to help them make their spiritual business aligned and as successful what they are. So uh, I'm really happy to be here. And it seems like our missions are very aligned, Vicky. Oh, that's brilliant, Mel. I'm really, really pleased to hear that. And yes, the, the, the spiritual entrepreneur world is definitely expanding at the moment. And we're definitely being called to lead the way and bring more people with us. So well done to you for owning your gift, standing in your power and helping people unlock their magic inside too. So that's always a positive and it's really wonderful to see more and more people actually doing that work. So Mel, tell me a little bit more, what on earth got you into this path? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because this path certainly isn't the path for everybody. And actually, I think that it takes quite somebody who is quite... Uh, brave and not afraid to be different to come and do this work and I think probably like a lot of people well there's two ways on it we either get launched like we're pushed like do this and there's no choice or we're like we feel this you know real desire and this real pull into doing something different and mine was probably a little bit of both with that so I was very lucky to grow up with a grandmother who is uh, who was a hypnotherapist. So from a really young age, I understood the mind-body connection and that we had this brain inside us that wasn't just responding to everything. We could, you know, code it or uh, work with it to help us change our beliefs. Like I realized that beliefs weren't something that was stuck. They were something that we, that we um, evolved through, if you like. Uh, from a very young age but like I guess most teenagers then I was just on in the life I did the job I got the degree I was uh, working actually at the time in the motor industry it's very fast paced very obviously male dominated not very spiritual Um, when I found Reiki uh, that was back in 2008 Um, I took this Reiki weekend really expecting almost nothing because despite my upbringing I was very cynical I'm like super cynical I'm a bit of a scientist and I want to prove everything works so I did this Reiki after having some experience having Reiki and it just blew my mind that I could actually feel this energy move through me and it was in that moment that I thought well if I didn't believe that this thing could work and it definitely does because I can definitely feel it 
then what else have I closed myself off to? So that just started this huge investigation into all the things, the energy work and, you know, the the uh, law of attraction and manifestation and the law of energetics and the way the universe talks to you and, and deeper and deeper into quantum physics and the Akashic records and all the things. And yeah, it just got to a point after I had my second son, actually, where I was like, if I don't make this a business now, I would, I, like, I, I didn't know what else I would do. And then the universe conspired to help me with that. It does. It's funny how that works, isn't it? You get to a point where, and I think this goes in terms of manifestation and tapping into more abundance anyway. Sometimes you can be so caught up in the doing and the pushing and the forcing and the have to make it happen and the need and the lack scarcity mindset running the show that that's actually hindering what you're doing because the the self-belief is saying, well, you don't believe you're going to do it anyway, so what's the point? And And then you're in that constant war with yourself about how you can then make it happen because you know you can make it happen because millions of people all over the planet go and make things like this happen. And you're sitting there battling with your mind that says, don't be silly, you can't do it. So it's... Right. And the it's, thing is, is we've been, we've conditioned, like I think about, you know, my my work life and I was conditioned that I have to work hard. I have to hit the targets. I have to, you know, I have to do all of these things. And it's like, do, 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 do. And if you were ever stopped, if you ever just went, I actually can have a day off. So I work weekends, I did all the things. Um, that was frowned upon like you couldn't get sick and you couldn't all these things you couldn't do and and actually how how that landed with me was I was so uncomfortable in my work you know I'd there were days where I hoped my brakes would fail on the way to work because it was like oh my god this again and I think at that time I thought well am I broken because I've got what I need I've got the job I've got the money I've got the car I've got you know the status I've got all of these things but I'm feeling a certain way Mm. Uh, and when I look back on it now I think well actually this was my soul going you can do something else there's more to life than this stop selling your soul for you know the the next bonus or the next target and and had I not have been so uncomfortable in my position would I ever have left I don't know probably not yeah I hear that sometimes the universe pushes us to the point where we have to get uncomfortable first and then we have to start looking for different answers because the traditional answers are not uh, that are given don't always align to what you want the outcome to be right so what was the turning point for you in terms of manifestation and tapping into more success not just from a mindset perspective but you know the energetics of it the science behind it the yep I'm gonna go and place my order with the universe today and in three weeks that's gonna arrive energy how did you do that transition from never manifesting at all to I'm just gonna have all the abundant success I want right well that's a great question because I'd read all the books because did I mention I'm a spiritual geek and I love to read all the books (laughs) I read all the books and I was like "Hmm, okay when I started to test things out and I actually the very first thing where I realized the first realization was that the universe is listening to me and this yeah. happened just after I learned Reiki and I was lying in bed and I knew I had to leave my job and I 
just sort of set out into the world to nobody. What should I do? Tell me what to do. And this song came on the radio a minute later and it was uh, Tracy Chapman, Do You Drive a Fast Car? And the literal words, and I was selling cars, um, and the literal words were leave tonight or live and die this way. And I was like, someone's listening to me. Yeah. And and I did. I left the next day. I was like, I said, I'm leaving. And I handed in my notice and, and I left. Um, so that made me realize that, yeah, there's something, there's a communication going on. So then I got really curious and I started to um, test things. So the parking angels and all that fun stuff. Um, but there was one day I was I was on holiday and I was talking to my uh, to my family who are doctors, lawyers, surgeons, right? And we we were in, in the States. So, you know, it's not a family that I necessarily see all of the time. And I was talking about this new manifestation thing that I knew in this book called The Secret. And they were all looking at me like I was probably needed to be sectioned. Um, and they were like, well, what kind of thing can you manifest? And I went, well, I don't know. Maybe we can manifest free Disney tickets because we were about to go to Florida. And... Um, I remember getting a look like, how are we going to get free Disney tickets? And I was uh, quoting the books. Well, you don't need to know how, but you put it out there and the universe will make you, uh, will bring it to you. And I was thinking, oh, come on, Mel, what are you talking about? Um, Anyway, literally, literally about 30 minutes later, my brother was on the phone and he came back in and he went, we've just got four free Disney tickets, four free Park Hopper Disney tickets for when we go to uh, Florida. And I was like, what and so I was like this is how we manifest and that moment it was so quick and so easy and I was like well and I realized that if I can do that something so bizarre right and so obvious and so precise I was like well what else can we do amazing yeah and I love the curiosity side of it as well and I think you have to be playful you have to be playful when you want to attract abundance because being in that need, being in that scarcity, being coming from that space where you're like, yeah, this is not going to work for me or what's the point? And that low and that low vibration, that low vibration, I believe, is actually telling you a story. It's not the truth. It's not a fact, but it's a belief and it can be shifted. Right. So. When you, because I believe everybody goes through the dark side of manifestation because we, you know, otherwise you wouldn't learn, would you? So what was your trick when you reached a point where you stopped manifesting or you did try to manifest something and it didn't come through? What was that experience for you and how did you come out the other side? I'm going to answer that question slightly differently, right? Because the same holiday that same holiday where I'm like, I have just manifested Disney tickets. Yeah. My brain is so powerful. I can manifest anything in the world, right? <laughs> uh, at that point, we were in San Francisco, right? And we were going, we were on the subway and we were going under the water, yeah, under the bay. And I'm on this thing. And suddenly I had this intrusive thought come in my mind that said, what if there was an earthquake? And then I went, <gasps> if I've just, manifested free Disney tickets what if I manifest an earthquake and what if I basically I like I'm killing these this whole like what if and my brain started to like really tumble into this like oh my god um I'm about to cause a world crisis yeah um and it was 
it was actually some of the story, uh, some of the books and philosophies I'd read about being in the present moment, specifically uh, The Power of Now. That was a big game changer for me. I remember going, okay, um, right now I'm okay and I'm safe. And then I used my NLP training to bring me back into, okay, well, the, the body, the brain only knows uh, the positive. So if you say not, then it's only, it, do, it doesn't, it deletes not. So I started to use what I knew about NLP to change my mind and go, okay, well, I know what I don't want, which is an earthquake and disaster and catastrophe. And what I do want is stillness and safety and joy and a fun day. And, and so what I did was I started to uh, project where I'm going and having an amazing day and uh, really enjoying myself and being grateful that I'm safe because Otherwise, if I hadn't had this thought, I'd have just gone there and the day would have gone and been and it just would have been a normal day. But I was like, if we get to the other side, I'm going to I'm so grateful that we're going to be safe. And we got to the other side and actually everything that I'd visualized in there, like getting into the cake, cheesecake factory, which is not impossible without a booking. But we did it um, all happened. And I thought, OK, this is a really good lesson to me that I can have these thoughts that are um intrusive or that aren't positive or that you know the books had led me to believe that if I have them I'm going to start manifesting the opposite and disaster I can have these thoughts but for me it's about then taking them and changing the story around it and use them as launches to well what is it that I do want rather than what I don't want so that and it's and it was interesting for me how that happened in such a short period of time so now when I notice things aren't maybe going, you know, to plan. Um, and I don't think this is really about manipulating the universe. I think there's a real ban- balance between us going with the flow and accepting life as a, you know, as the the joy and the curiosity that it brings us and bringing in experiences with that. Like for me, it's not about, well, I have to manifest everything. I do trust that the universe is gonna bring me certain experiences um, that are gonna support me. But if I feel that things are maybe going a bit adrift or you know, I'm, I'm getting overwhelmed, I come back to that. I come back to where I am, the feeling of safety that I have in my body, which is just a hand on the chest, breathing. Um, and then, okay, where am I? where have I gone off kilter where have I taken things for granted where have I not celebrated that thing you know what it's like you want to do something and you think well if I just had one if I just had one I'd celebrate so hard and then you get one and you're like yeah well now I need two or four or ten or twenty and so I just come back to that and go okay like even that one even that half I'm going to celebrate that so hard and and that tends to get things back on track Absolutely. Absolutely. So I love your take on that, actually, because I've seen this a lot at the moment. And the spiritual entrepreneurs often come into my world, will come in and they'll go, um, well, I think I'm going to do this. And I think I'm going to go and do that. And then you ask them the right question. Actually, let's get away from think mindset and let's get into what do you actually want? But I also think this isn't just spiritual entrepreneurs. This is human beings. We often get caught up in the charade of life of kids, house, 
socialising, events, cleaning, cooking, washing, budgeting, shopping, you name it. It's all there. It's all in this thing. And you just go with what you think you should do, what you've been told you should do. But actually, I love what you've brought into this session. What do you want instead? Because when we focus on what it is we do want, it helps us shift. Like, well, okay, this situation that's presented over here, I really don't like it. But this is an outcome that I would really love. And that that instantly does have like an energetic shift, doesn't it? You, it's almost like you come into the scales from the negative overpowering to the positive now overpowering. And I think that's a really good um, topic of discussion that you've just brought there. So thank you. And anyone listening, focus on what you do want and less of the things that you don't. <laughs> And, you know, the thing is, there's there's a step back from that, actually, because, um, you know, I when I started discovering all of this, it was like surrender, like, who do I, so I need to surrender. And then it was like, well, no, because you need to manifest and you need to focus on it. And I'm like, well, what do I do? Do I surrender or do I focus on it? And like, now I'm more than confused. And does the universe have my back or is the world like trying to trick me into slavery and all of this stuff? Right. And I think I think that all of it's true, actually, and all of it also isn't. And that actually there's some step backs. And I realized that the day that I changed my intention of what is it that I do want how do I want my life to be and I don't mean the minute details I mean well I want to wake up every morning and feel like I'm inspired and I want to be able to help people with what I do and I want to feel comfortable in my body um, and I want to feel ease and flow through my day and also I want to be able to uh, challenge myself and and grow and and all of it so you know there's certain things that I wanted to experience in my life And so as I started to set my intentions around this and really land into that, I'm taking inspired action every day and I'm living a life led by soul. And actually my intuition is leading me towards something that when you give your intuition, your soul, your mind, your brain, your human, that direction, well, this is where I'm going. Then suddenly the thoughts, the ideas, even the problems, even the hardships all come in to to mirror that for you. So then if something comes in and you're like, well, that's not what I asked for, but you've been so clear on on the thing that you want and you think, okay, well, maybe this is answering my question for growth or maybe this is answering my my question about compassion to others or maybe this is helping me understand something that happened four years ago that is still in my body that is now time to release and move on because the universe is, con- we are in communication. We're not separate. We are constantly toing and froing. And it's this masculine and feminine energy that are, that are coming into play together. And, and it's not separate. It's not about manipulation. Mm-hmm. It's not about playing the game. It's not about trying to trick it. It's about going, what's my place here? And And the biggest thing for me was understanding me. What do I truly want? What do I truly need? What are truly my gifts? Where am I truly telling myself stories that aren't true, that aren't really, these are just things that I've picked up to to dull me down or to make me feel better or, you know, the voice of my parents, my ancestors, my colleagues, my community, whatever. Where's all that? And as I got so clear on that, then suddenly the universe that, you know, the world I stepped into changed because now it's reflecting me. It's always reflecting you. But now it's reflecting me in truth. 
And then, you know, when I don't manifest the thing that I've had my mind, my heart set on, I can truly go, okay, well, it's not that. So it's going to be better. It's going to be more aligned. It's going to be more true. And that changes this energy from like desperation and, and, you know, manipulation into something for me anyway, a lot more, uh, a lot easier to, to deal with. Yeah, I, I, I hear you completely and utterly. And it is about you coming into soul alignment with what you want. How many, I can't even tell you how many people I've come across and they're like, oh, I want this, I want that. And I sit with them and I'm like, no, you don't. Right. <laughs> That's not what you want at all. Um, so thank you so much for sharing all of that, Mel. So for someone who is looking to expand, grow and tap into more abundant success, what one tip would you give for them? Um, know yourself. Know yourself and all yourself know the good the bad and all the bits in between know yourself and start to listen to the stories that you're telling yourself all those things you know when you're like oh I'm so stupid or oh I'm I could do that or oh the judgments we have from other people hear it all don't don't try and shut some away hear it all because then you'll realize actually truthfully what you're putting out in the universe truthfully and once you know that then you can start to make changes to uh, so that what reflects back to you is actually what you want to see. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Mel, for joining me in this podcast today. Where can everyone find you? Where's the best place to come hang out with you? I hang out on Facebook. Um, I'm across the social media channels. You'll find me at the Melissa Amos across the board. Um, my 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 comfy place is Facebook. So come and find me there. Um, you can also, if you've liked how I've spoken and some of the stories, my new book, Memoirs of a Mystic in Training, is available across the Amazon platforms. Just put my name in or Mystic in Training and it will come up. Oh, brilliant. Thank you so much, Mel. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast today, sharing all your wisdom and tips and tools. Um, and I just love vibing with other people on the same level. It just makes life so much easier. So thank you for joining us. Thank you to those that are listening. Do come and check out in the Spiritual Entrepreneurs Growth Group on Facebook as well. Come and get connected with us both and we'll speak to you very soon. Thank you.